Agriculture of America is brought to you by Senex Maxtron Synthetic Diesel Engine Oil. Oil that runs smart. Informing America's farmers and ranchers, this is AOA, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. Now, here's your host, Mike Pearson. Gentlemen, welcome to AOA, folks. It is day one, Commodity Classic 2023. AOA is very excited to be here. We are on the trade show floor for the next two days with our good friend, at Trello Wheel Systems. Joining us today to kick the show off is our buddy Chris Neidert, Marketing, Training, and Development Manager with Trello Borg. Chris, how, how's it feel to be back at Commodity Classic 2023? Well, Mike, and we love coming to the Commodity Classic. I, I always say this is a more focused group. Uh, these are the growers, and uh, we get into some really good conversations here. So we're looking forward to the next days it goes till uh saturday at noon and we'll be here the whole time so uh, come on by the booth we've got our top experts here greg kara Norberto, uh, myself but please come in we're featuring our new transport tire the hf 1000 so please come on by if you're a manure tanker person slurry tanker a big forge wagon or if you need any kind uh, if you transport a lot of weight and you need the You've got an HF 1000 sitting here right at the booth and folks make to get some free espresso, which you've also got. I don't know if the listeners can tell, but I've already hit some of that this morning, which is fantastic. <laughs> but that Trelleborg, that HF 1000, Chris, you mentioned going and carrying a lot of weight. How fast is that tire rated? For? Well, it's a D-rated tire. Really in the ag world, Mike, there's two things, A, which is 25, D, which is 40. So this is a, a very fast tire. We have what, what very high load indexes on the tire. So again, as I said, a lot of weight, fast. What makes it be able Well, once again, just, uh, the tire is built that gives it to fat we've done here very deep because this type of equipment you don't need it uh go
for the rest of the world. Let's face it, uh, the prices have not been favorable. So anything you can do to help reduce the cost, which again, turns into reduced costs for that grower, that's what we're trying to do. And you're right, Mike, it helped a lot with the proximity to delivery. Yes, yes, you got to be close to where you need to get to. That's at the, at the end of the day, Chris, that's what matters. Thinking about what's coming ahead. Of course, we're going to be talking today and tomorrow about some Trelleborg tires. But Chris, you guys get out and you talk to farmers in person at these shows, don't you? Well, I, I love these kind of shows, Mike, and I use the word cerebral. We get into some good cerebral conversations. You know, the growers are getting very smart. It's just not uh, normal, simple talk. They're talking footprints. They're talking uh, soil compaction. Uh, they're talking clean out. They're talking tire life. And we have our tire experts here. So uh, it's very technical. And we love talking technical things, uh, Mike, because we're a very technical company and we bring that to the table. We're very proud of that. Well, and, you know, I've had the chance, Chris, to work with you a couple of times at shows like this and hear you talking with farmers, talking about these tires. And I'm consistently amazed is improving in the tire industry who would have guessed but oh. it's continuing to move like crazy you know mike and the, and the uh, listeners can't see me i'm not a young man but i've been in the tire business now 40 years so i have seen a lot of things happen the equipment is getting bigger faster just like you talked so the tire and us being a tire company we have to respond so we're building stronger as we just talked about a little earlier this is a 40 mile an hour tire mike who'd have dreamt 20, 30 years ago that you're going to be driving 40 miles an hour down the road with a tractor or a trailer. But we've reacted. That's what you do. That's why we're an ultra premium tire. That's why we're on a lot of original equipment. React to the needs of uh, original equipment, which turns into the replacement market. So That's what it's all about. And folks, later on in this program, we'll be talking with Greg Payne about that tire technology and how it is maturing. That was Chris Nye. He is the marketing training and development Trello board. Chris, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Mike. Folks, stay with us. We'll be right back with more AOA. Agriculture of America is brought to you by Senex Maxtron Synthetic Diesel Engine Oil. Oil that runs smart. Pride. It runs deep for those in agriculture. But that pride can also prevent farmers from asking for help when it's needed most. An injury, illness, or natural disaster is a heavy burden for any operation to bear. Farm Rescue is here to help shoulder that burden. We are a nonprofit organization helping farm families in crisis with free planting, haying, and harvesting assistance. There is no pride lost when it comes to Farm Rescue. Learn more at farmrescue.org. On the first Wednesday of every month here on AOA, we get together for the monthly grind, a conversation about corn demand and the partnerships it takes to make that corn industry profitable with our friends from the National Corn Growers Association. Troy Schneider and Janice Hiley of the Market Development Action Team joined us looking ahead to Commodity Classic. Janice, are you excited? Next week, March 9th through 11th, will be the Commodity Classic. This year, it's being held in Orlando, Florida. Our booth is at the trade show floor and just amazing place to check out, by the way, if you're in town. And we're 
Denver in booth 1603. Troy, what can farmers expect at the NCGA booth this year? Well, Mike, as the producers come on into the trade show floor, we're going to be there in the center stage as one of the main sponsors. And that's a good way for us to explain and to showcase our sustainability, our productivity, and our commitment to feeding and fueling this world that we live in. Again, NCGA will be in booth 1603 in Orlando at Commodity Classic. Tune in April 5th for the next monthly grind with our friends at NCGA. The landscape of media has changed and people are more skeptical than ever about where they get their news and information. While major news outlets show decreasing credibility, your local farm radio station still shows strong marks. In a recent survey, farmers rated information from their farm broadcasters as almost twice as reliable as major news outlets. Farm Radio continues to be transparent, honest, and trustworthy. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. As an organ donor, your story doesn't have to end. The good in you can live on. In fact, you could save up to eight lives with your gifts. Your heart could keep beating. Your kidneys could keep filtering. And your intestines keep on digesting for others. And that's not all. You can improve the lives of 50 more people as an eye and tissue donor, restoring sight and health. And you're not just helping out the person receiving the transplant. You're touching whole families with your life-saving gift. Register in minutes. Just go to organdonor.gov. You'll be happy you did. And just maybe, someone else will be happy too. Sign up today. Go to organdonor.gov. It saves lives. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Agriculture of America is brought to you by Senex Premium Diesel. Fueled by innovation, powered to perform. Keeping America's farmers and ranchers informed on AOA. Now back to Mike Pearson. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. AOA continues here this morning. Apologies for that last segment. We had a little internet issue. That happens when we're on location, especially at such a packed event like Commodity Classic 2023. One of the main topics, obviously, on farmers' minds down here at the Classic is what is going on with these markets. Joining us now for some insight on that very question is Jim McCormick, a partner at agmarket.net. Jim, thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Boy, everybody comes down here. A lot of folks are flying yesterday. And of course, that's when the USDA decides to drop the March World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates. Jim, markets are down today. What were the headlines from yesterday's WASD? Well, the real big headline on the corn specifically was they cut the export demand by 75 million. That was more than what the trade was guessing. They left everything else unchanged. I think they might have been a little bit too aggressive to doing that, to be quite honest, Mike, because on top of that, they really took a hatchet to the Argentina crop. So it's kind of when you think about it, Argentina crop got whacked by about 7 million metric tons. Their corn crop. Their corn crop. So they're no longer have as much corn to export. And then the same breath, they said, hey, the U.S. is going to export less. And now you still got the Ukrainian crisis going on. So the real question is they keep refining, who, you know, cutting consumption but what are the animals around the world going to eat? It's just, it's kind of an interesting puzzle piece that they kind of threw at us yesterday. Unfortunately, the market reacted bearishly to it yesterday, and it's continuing to do it again today. Okay. So 
of that market movement here, Jim, as as you watch that action continue from a technical perspective, what are you watching next level support here for this market? Well, I think we got a little bit more downward to go, unfortunately, just as we're washing us out some of the funds on this disappointment of the trade. I do think the odds are high that we're probably going to get somewhat of a rebound. Um, when you look at what's going on, export sales were decent this this morning, but the big thing is China. China has not been in our market quite as aggressively as we like. But when you look at the price of U.S. corn, even before yesterday's break, we were the most competitive in the world. We were cheaper than Ukraine. We were cheaper than Argentina. We're cheaper than Brazil. Even with the, the recent rise, the rise in the dollar. dollar. We were still cheaper. So wow. that should set the tone, hopefully, that we're going to get some of that demand we've been looking for. We saw some rumors last week, Mike, of somewhere between 5 and 18 boats of Chinese corn had been sold. As far as I know, as being down here at the show, I'm not certain that it's been confirmed yet. But it's something we need to look at. You know, the whole goal of the market breaking is to essentially do what? Entice people to come in and buy. So hopefully we're going to – we still have a lot of water to get under this bridge. We haven't even started planting. We'll see where that goes. The safrina crop, it's – it's off to a late start as well, so that crop can stumble. When you look at the world's stocks to use, you're down some of the – there's only a handful of years that they've been this tight when you take China out of the market. So the reality is if we stumble or essentially Brazil stumbles, this market could have a very violent reaction back up this summer. So you mentioned that's the Farina crop, and of course, that's what we're starting to turn our attention to this time of year. It's going in the ground, Jim. I imagine you're anticipating larger acres than we saw last year in Safrina? We are looking for larger acres right now. It is going, but here's the key. It's been so wet, it's going in late. Hmm. Real Grain of Soul is their biggest state that produces the Safrina crop. They're estimating up to that state roughly produces about 40% of it. They're saying that state's crops can be planted. 20% is going to be planted below the optimum date or behind the optimum date, excuse me. Which what that means is there's two things that could happen. If they doesn't, if they get an early frost freeze, they could do damage. The raining season, if that rainy season ends, and we do, we've seen it here in the Midwest where essentially the rain just cuts off in August, and if it cuts off at their end of their tail end of their growing season, that crop could tail off hard too. Hmm. And like, that puts pressure on the world to say, well, what are we going to feed? And that'll put the focus back even more on the U.S. And we'll see. The balance sheet does look negative. If you plant 91 million acres of corn, you have a trend yield. We're probably going to see more downward pressure on prices, but we'll see. You threw that 91 million acre figure out there, Jim. Of course, we're going to get planting intentions from USDA on March 31st, but analysts have been making their guess. This is 91. We're ag markets coming in on this next corn acreage. That's not our official number. Okay. I will say that's not our official number. That's we'll be seeing it out, but we're right around that 91 million. I'm leaning toward 91. I've talked to a lot. We deal with producers from essentially western Nebraska all the way to the east coast, from North Dakota all the way down to Texas. The one thing I can tell you, corn is where the money's at. Everyone says, I want to plant corn, I want to plant corn, I want to plant corn. So you're going to get a slight shift. I think maybe a little over 91 is probably where we're going to end up at at this point in time. All right, Jim. Old crop soybeans. Let's get the update from there. USDA, of course, yesterday. Any big changes to the old crop situation? A little bit surprised. They did lower the crush a little bit, mm. but then they turned around and raised exports after cutting exports last month. So the carryout got a little bit tighter. The problem we got with old crop is it's a tight supply situation, but it comes down to exports. We ship beans from roughly October to February. And then we usually start losing those sales, those shipments and sales because Brazil takes over. Now, we got some extra sales because of the wet, delayed harvest of the Brazilian crop. 
but that's now switching. Oh. So unlike the corn where we're competitively priced in the world, we, the beans, you can buy them from Brazil cheaper. You can buy them from Argentina cheaper. So we are not going to see any more exports, really, for the most part. But that's fine because we've done mo- a bulk of our sales. That's what happens. Now it's going to be down to the crush, which overall should be relatively strong. Okay. They did lower it a little bit, but part of that is because of we've had logistics issues of the hard winter at times. But, you know, what, when you think about what's going on, what do we used to do when we crushed? We crushed for the meal. Right. But right now what's going on is we're crushing for oil and meal. So the crushers are making some pretty good money. So I think that crush overall should stay strong. And in the long run, when you arc out two, three years with this renewable diesel coming yeah. in, that is going to be very, very bullish crush demand, especially in the northern part of the country, because that's where a lot of those new plants are coming in. You know, it's incredible. I was up in North Dakota talking to the corn and up in that state, and there is a ton of enthusiasm about those crush facilities moving in and what that could mean for basis here in the upper parts of the Midwest. If you're in the upper parts of the Midwest, you've got to be ecstatic about it because you're now open to different things. Because this most part, they had only one choice, ship it west and get it to the Chinese. And the reality is China's getting more and more comfy dealing with the Brazilians. So yeah. we needed to find it. Now, there's some estimates that say that, you know, in the long run, you're going to need another 8 to 10 million acres of beans to meet those new renewable diesels. It's uh, renewable plants being built. So it's a, it's going to be an exciting time for bean you know, producers in the line. It is. It is. It is not a tremendously exciting time, however, for wheat producers. We watched that intense drought in the southern Great Plains continue to take a bullseye on that winter wheat crop, Jim, but the market continues to fall out of bed. Where are we going to get anything to help our wheat producers? Well, I'm hoping sooner than later. I mean, the first thing that could change it, it's not really what you want for the world, I'll be honest. But if that grain corridor does not get re-upped. Now, right now, the wheat's under pressure today. It was under pressure yesterday. The reports are relatively muted. That is mostly in reaction to they think that that corridor will get stay open. But if they shut that corridor down, that could be a problem. Jim, even if they keep that corridor open, how many... Wheat acres. Is Ukraine realistically wheat corn acres? Are they going to get planted this year? Well, they're not going to get as much planted. They're going to be like, they were down hard last year. They're probably going to be half of where they were just two years ago. So it's going to be down. But the problem in world wheat is Russia had a monster crop, Ah. an absolute monster crop. And I know Putin's complaining that he's not getting sales. He is getting sales. The world is buying his wheat because that's why wheat's cheap. Oh, Australia's going to have a big crop. So where our pricing is doing, we're trying to find a pricing story right now. Now we'll see what happens. I mean, that you're mentioning a drought in the West. I don't think the market's really focusing in on that right now. It's still in dormancy. If we come out of dormancy and we start hearing a lot of problems, like people really saying this is a problem, we're ripping up the wheat, we're going to plant something else. Hopefully that'll give this wheat a little, a little bit of a bump. But the reality is we're just not competitively priced on the world market. And that's what's keeping our uh, wheat prices under pressure. Jim, you know, we've talked about being competitively priced, the value of the dollar impacting the American ability to export stuff. And we've seen the economics world be busy this week. Chairman Jerome Powell, a couple of presentations to Congress. They think that strength in the dollar is going to be with us for a while. I think it will. I mean, at this point, because the dollar had stalled out because people are thinking, oh, we're getting close to the end. The reality is right now, it's the economy is in a very weird place, Mike. I mean, the the. Re- the Fed chairman, if he could say anything to the people right now, is quit spending money. Right. That's the problem. You know, everyone keeps expecting the economy to slow down and people to quit spending, but they're not. I mean, this trade floor is full, and there's a lot more people down here this year than compared to a year ago, from yeah. what I understand. And that's part of the problem. So they're going to raise that interest rate. And essentially, they're going to have to keep raising it until they get over the 
inflation. So inflation's run at six percent. That means they got to get that. In, they've got to get that. Um, you know, Fed Fed num- Fed, Fed's fund rate. Excuse me, back up a little bit above that. So we're probably going to do it. So that's. But what that does to the dollar is when people see that, they want to own U.S. dollars. Because we're raising the rates, the dollar is strong, mm-hmm. the bank is, the is doing strong. what it needs to do. And, yep, doing it to do, and then you drive the interest rates up, and then you can bring money into the U.S. Because they're like, yeah, I'll just buy a, you know, I'll buy a, a, you know, a 30-year bond, 10-year bond, whatever it is. Those rates are paying great right now, so it's just driving up. Now, the one thing we've got to look at, though, is, is this dollar... You know, everyone's going to look at the dollar, but it all comes down to if you need it, they'll have to buy it from us. That's what it'll come down to, folks. That's Jim McCormick of agmarket.net joining us here. Stay with us. We'll be back for more from the Trello Board booth, booth 1423 on the trade show floor at Commodity Classic. Stay here for more AOA. Agriculture of America is brought to you by Senex Maxtron Synthetic Diesel Engine Oil. Oil that runs smart. I think farming picked me. I didn't pick farming. I'm not afraid to try something new. It's my farm, my family, and our future. My channel Seedsman gets that. I get access to innovative products with personalized advice backed by data to maximize my yield potential. With Channel, I know I'll prosper for years to come. Define your future at channel.com slash future. Read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. Copyright 2022 Bayer Group. All rights reserved. Are you heading to Commodity Classic in Orlando? Stop by the Trelleborg booth and see me, Mike Pearson, for some exciting live radio and learn about the new HF1000 steel belted tire and features that minimize soil compaction. Get a cup of coffee at the Barista Bar, and I'll be broadcasting my show live from Trelleborg booth 1423 from 10 to 11 a.m. on Thursday and Friday from the Commodity Classic showroom floor. That's Trelleborg booth 1423 from 10 to 11 a.m. We'll see you in Orlando. You're listening to AOA for the American Ag Network. I'm Jesse Allen reporting. Well, so far in the grains and oil seeds, as we work through our Thursday session, it's a relatively quiet mixed market, a little bit of just uh, quiet activity after the March WASD report. The March WASD really didn't do much in the way of moving these markets. We've really been focused on the macro fundamentals here for this week, what's been happening on Wall Street. Fed Chair Powell did little to assuage fears of continued inflation as we saw him speak in front of the Senate and the House uh, here this this week. We see that really uh, over 80% of analysts, they're now expecting a full 50 basis point hike for the Fed later this month. And that's something we'll have to keep our eye on in the broader commodity space. U.S. dollar taking some profit here this morning against a basket of major currencies after the index hit its highest level in more than three months yesterday. Now we see that uh, on the grain side, the impact of the cuts to Argentine corn and soy production, the raising of the U.S. Uh, balance sheet for corn as we see corn exports cut in the U.S. Uh, all of that, again, both moves were a little bit more than expected. It's not having too much of an influence on the trade here today. Corn really just mixed around unchanged with soybeans up moderately here along with bean meal and bean oil. The wheat markets are relatively quiet even with the dollar breaking. So just kind of an interesting uh, back and forth kind of quiet day here today in grains. Livestock, pretty dismal weekly export sales numbers for beef and pork. The beef number was a marketing year low, just over 5,000 metric tons. So far, cattle and hogs down uh, 
one just slightly for the most part. A few green numbers in deferred hogs, but really overall not much activity there. Just a fairly quiet day across the board. Crude oil is up about 1%. The stock market quiet. The Dow up around 140. That's a check of the market trade here as we broadcast from the Commodity Classic in Orlando, Florida. This is AOA for the American Ag Network. I'm Jesse Allen. Hey, Dad. Your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad. Your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey. Why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can, making sure they're safe and comfortable. But it's just as important that you take some time for yourself. At AARP, we can help with information and useful tips on how you can maintain a healthy life balance, care for your own physical and mental well-being, and manage the challenges of caring for a loved one. Because the better care you take of yourself, the better care you can provide for your loved one. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. You're there for them. We're here for you. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org caregiving. That's aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Agriculture of America is brought to you by Senex Premium Diesel. Fueled by innovation, powered to perform. Keeping America's farmers and ranchers informed on AOA. Now back to Mike Pearson. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to AOA. Thanks for making us a part of your day today. And if you couldn't make it down to Orlando for Commodity Classic 2023, fear. We're going to be talking about that for the next two days. We are at the Trelleborg booth 1423 on the trade show floor. We've got conversations happening around me. We've got farmers from around the at Trumborg frequently has uh, has free coffee, fancy coffees, espressos, and all sorts of good stuff at their booth. So do be sure you come on by if you make it down to the trade show. We're going to be talking about what Trelleborg has on display, what they have on offer. And joining us now is Greg Payne. He's the OE Key Account Manager with Trelleborg. And Greg, as I walk around and look at these manufacturers here, I'm considered consistently stunned at sort of the bifurcation we're seeing in the ag industry. We've got some equipment that is massive, Greg, yes. massive stuff. And then we've got some little tiny electronic battery controlled things. How does that work in the wheel world? Well, uh, it, it presents a challenge and it's something that uh, we've seen evolve uh, over the, especially the last, I'd say 12 to 24 months is we are seeing a lot of spread. Like you mentioned, some machines just continually get bigger, especially harvesting and grain handling equipment. But something that is, we're being approached a lot by our electric and autonomous equipment manufacturers that are still in the somewhat developmental stage, although some of them are starting to go full line production. Uh, so they are generally typically quite smaller equipment and smaller tires. We also, uh, we have some existing applications that work maybe better for that particular application than just a regular conventional Really, you know, there, there's some design. specific needs that these smaller types of equipment yeah, might have. Yeah, and we, you know, we have, uh, you know, these are very diverse machines, maybe aren't out in the field um, at this point that be yard tractors, things that operate in dairy kitchens where, 
and we have some designs. One Toss HCM. We don't have it at this show, but it's uh, uh, maybe longer wearing and better tracking, like in slick conditions with manure. And kind of a that. hard surface tire. Correct. Okay. Uh, we also uh, have in development a tire, uh, kind of specifically for these. We want not released yet. We're okay. it's still in the development well, work stages. in progress yes. at Trelleborg. Um, I think that we'll probably more on, uh, like in the fourth quarter of this year, uh, maybe a, a, a introduction and a release. So a lot of interesting things uh, that happen uh, or that are happening um, along with more, smaller machines usually means there's more of them. So we're going to have probably bigger numbers of switches, a complete trend of what it has been for the last 10 years. Greg, as the OE key accounts manager, I imagine you're the one who gets the call when somebody says, hey, we've got a new tire we or we challenge and we want to develop a tire to address it. What's that conversation like when they tell you location to be and then you look through Trellable's records to find the best? Yeah, it, you know, it kind of starts with a meeting. A lot of time maybe, you know, literally over a coffee in a meeting room somewhere and we'll say what, you know, what do you want this to, machine to do? You know, it always starts oh. off with, you know, load requirements, things like that. Um, you know, like any any project, it starts with an idea, maybe starts also with some notes on a napkin, and you go to our engineering, and uh, we come up with a finished product, usually a year later. Man, that is incredible to bring that kind of technology and development together and get it out there. And then, and then you see it. Then you've got it on display at a booth. You get to see an action. I imagine there's all sorts of testing that goes on. And oh, yes. yeah, That whole process. Yep. And do different types of testing. We do lab testing, uh, testing, but we also a lot of the time place uh, in real world conditions where it's an accelerated, uh, you know, amount of hours. So like in Arizona, down here in Florida, uh, where things are running more constant, where there's, you know, multiple crops. Um, and yes, we are very proud and uh, complimented that we are sought after as a leader in tech tire technology uh, is something that we're very proud of. Well, and you can see it not just obviously when we're talking to folks from Trelleborg, but how many of these booths, Greg, can I walk around to and, and find Trelleborg to work with huge OEs all around the world? Yes, uh, we also do, you know, a lot with major shoreline. Uh, you know, Chris touched on it earlier. We do have two domestic uh, in USA production facilities, which is uh, very important. Where are those, Chris? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Chris was talking about it earlier. We yes. got Greg on the line today. Uh, one in Charles City, Iowa. It's about two and a half hours uh, to the northeast of Des Moines. And the other one is in Spartanburg, South Carolina, which is a couple hours to the northwest of Columbia. And that gives you some really good coverage of manufacturing here, getting it out to your, your end users. Very, very true. And, you know, helps. Uh, let's you know, keep America working and also uh, cuts down on expense with, with freight. Logistics is a huge cost of any product nowadays. So uh, not just finished product, but raw materials coming in. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> Shipping is not getting any cheaper. And that's especially true when you're, when you're trying to move a five and a half foot tire that weighs, right. you know, several hundred pounds. Yes. Greg, you get the chance to go to a lot of different trade shows. You're out, I understand, talking to growers, talking to the OEs, having that sort of boots on the ground experience. And what have you heard recently? What are the conversations coming from, from retailers, from OEs as they look out to this next year? Uh, you know, most everybody is saying that it's going to be 
uh, flat in, it, it depends on the uh, platform. Um, hmm. a, a lot of people say it's going to be flat. Some cases it may be, you know, they would, they're projecting an increase, but there's still that hint of supply chain thing and manpower that is uh, still problematic uh, for a lot of manufacturers to meet their targets. Things have gotten drastically better. And in some cases, maybe there's going to be where the the huge demand um, is softened just a little bit. Mm. Might not be as record year like was, but definitely better than 2018 or 2019. Okay. Still optimism. Yes. There's yeah. still a lot of optimism. It's still good. I'm going to say it's going to be like 98% of what 2022 was. Which is not the end of the world. Exactly. 2022 is a record. Exactly. That can be yes. okay. But there's still concerns about input prices. I mean, I, it is a weird period where we're at here in the economy. Is we've got good news on the crop side. We've got good news for market prices. But there's still some risk out there. Yeah. To uh, about the you, I hadn't heard the like you said traveling. Uh, I hadn't heard about the the announcements. But uh, I you know the ag economy is it has a bright outlook. I grew up on a farm. I've been around ag industry you know pretty much all my life. Is so much better than it used to be. Yeah. And uh, I'm optimistic. Can the technology continues to push it to a, a, it's a better and better job than yes. it was 50 years ago, depending on, on yes. if you like working in air conditioning, <laughs> which I do. <laughs> I'll be honest. Greg, I, I want to talk to you about uh, what you're looking out here show wise for the rest of the year. Of course, Trelleborg, you work with not just agriculture. You can find Trelleborg tires nearly everywhere. Yes. Uh, of course, we're, you know, at a show. That's what we focus on, you know, here, of course. Uh, we do have a separate, uh, I guess you'd call it a sales team, warehousing, customer service. For our material handling and construction, uh, you know, division as well, which they're coming up to Con Expo shows out in Las oh. Vegas that happens every three years. Uh, we'll have a big contingency out there. So, are you what? serving coffee out there at Con Expo? Do you know? I do not know. Oh boy, but, I tell uh, you, if you're on your way out there, folks, stop by the Trello board booth, see if they've got the espresso machine. <laughs> One thing I did want to mention is we love the Commodity Classic show. Just love it. It's. Uh, an opportunity for us, especially on the OE side, to uh, mingle and get uh, great discussions with a lot of product managers that are here. Uh, also, the you know it's an excellent the cream of the crop of producers. Mm. I feel make the effort. You know the forward thinkers that you know are going to travel this far to come here. So uh, we love Commodity Classic. How long have you been coming to Commodity Classic, Greg? Uh, myself personally, I've been involved with it. I accepted this position with the company, I think six or seven years ago. So about that long. <laughs> All right. You've certainly seen plenty of them. I've got to say the attitude at this one so far feels very positive. The conversations I've had talking to folks as they're coming and going, there, there is optimism in the ag world this yeah, year. Yeah. I, you know, last year was such a, a hectic year that, uh, I know for a fact, a lot of there's no, there's not a lot of inventory around. Yeah. So if sales virtually stopped, they would have, a, you know, this year's production to just kind of fill their pipeline back up. Uh. So, yeah, there's optimism in the manufacturing side for sure and on the producer side. Chris, let's look out. Gosh, I keep calling you Chris, Greg. I apologize <laughs> that Chris is standing right here. But, Greg, I want to talk to you about the future. Look out two, three, four, five years into the future. What's what's controllable? What should farmers be thinking about as they maybe get to that point? They do need to make some investment in rubber on their operation. What brings Trelleborg to mind? Well, uh, you know, we are Trelleborg. We focus on 
on innovation, uh, the latest technical, uh, uh, what do you want to say, it, designs, materials, everything into our tires. Of course, our associate brand, Mitas. Yes. We focus on it being highest value, uh, good quality, reliable durability. So we have, you know, those two brands uh, that can meet every producer's need. Yeah. Uh, whether it be for something high tech or if you just have a yard tractor that you need something, you know, a little more cost conscious on it, we have it. Greg, if I'm looking to purchase some new equipment this year, I can walk into almost any OE and say I want Trelleborg tires on there, can't I? Yes, you can do a brand specification um, with any brand that costs you just a little bit, but uh, it is available on virtually all of the colors of, of high horsepower tractors, combines, etc. Fantastic, folks. Ask for Trelleborg by name. We've been talking to Greg Payne, the OE Key Account Manager, and stay with us when AOA returns. We're going to take a look at sustainability around the world here with Trelleborg. We'll see. Agriculture of America is brought to you by Senex Premium Diesel. Fueled by innovation, powered to perform. Through the years, you've really kept up with the times. You're on social media. Like, like, dislike, block. Maintained your health. 10,000 steps. I'm a beast. You even programmed your own smart home. In 10 minutes, remind me that I'm a genius. In 10 minutes, I'll remind you that you're a genius. If you can do all that, you can definitely save for retirement. Just go to aceyourretirement.org, a free online tool sponsored by AARP that can help you get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. At aceyourretirement.org, you'll meet Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach, and in just three minutes, get personalized recommendations to help boost your retirement savings. They're easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's brought to you by AARP, so you know they got your back. You are a genius. Take charge of your retirement. Go to aceyourretirement.org now. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma, and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Are you heading to Commodity Classic in Orlando? Stop by the Trelleborg booth and see me, Mike Pearson, for some exciting live radio and learn about the new HF1000 steel belted tire and features that minimize soil compaction. Get a cup of coffee at the Barista Bar, and I'll be broadcasting my show live from Trelleborg booth 1423 from 10 to 11 a.m. on Thursday and Friday from the Commodity Classic showroom floor. That's Trelleborg booth 1423 from 10 to 11 a.m. We'll see you in Orlando. What a great organization, helping families in need like ours. It's a godsend. 
When an unexpected crisis strikes, Farm Rescue is here to help. Assistance is available free of charge to farm families experiencing a major injury, illness, or natural disaster. Our volunteers and equipment are ready to spring into action with planting, haying, and harvest support. If you or someone you know could use a helping hand, visit farmrescue.org today. On the first Wednesday of every month here on AOA, we get together for the Monthly Grind, a conversation about corn demand and the partnerships it takes to make that corn industry profitable with our friends from the National Corn Growers Association. Troy Schneider and Janice Hiley of the Market Development Action Team joined us looking ahead to Commodity Classic. Janice, are you excited? Next week, March 9th through 11th, will be the Commodity Classic. This year, it's being held in Orlando, Florida. Our booth is at the trade show floor and just amazing place to check out, by the way, if you're in town. And we're in booth 1603. Troy, what can farmers expect at the NCGA booth this year? Well, Mike, as the producers come on into the trade show floor, we're going to be there in the center stage as one of the main sponsors. And that's a good way for us to explain and to showcase our sustainability, our productivity, and our commitment to feeding and fueling this world that we live in. Again, NCGA will be in booth 1603 in Orlando at Commodity Classic. Tune in April 5th for the next monthly grind with our friends at NCGA. One company that's been making headlines recently is Earth Optics. Their CEO, Lars Deerrood, joins us now. And Lars, if you would, tell us, what does Earth Optics do? So we're a soil mapping company with an emphasis on mapping. So we invest in technologies that drive down the cost of measuring just about anything you want uh, within soils uh, and dramatically increase the resolution. So we use machine learning and sensors dramatically improve the power of a single soil sample. So we can take a handful of soil samples on a field and test it for fertility, carbon, uh, and compaction and give you a very high resolution map for a fraction of the cost per acre than you're normally used to. How does utilizing this kind of technology drive down the cost for the farmer? With a resolution that's similar to that of a one acre sampling grid, but much closer to the cost of, of uh, zone sampling. So we're talking four or five bucks per acre instead of, you know, as much as $25, $30 for one acre grids. That's Lars Deerrood, CEO of Earth Optics. Learn more at earthoptics.com or watch for them at Commodity Classic 23 in Orlando. Agriculture of America is brought to you by Senex Maxtron Synthetic Diesel Engine Oil. Oil that runs smart. Keeping America's farmers and ranchers informed on AOA. Now back to Mike Pearson. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to AOA today. We certainly appreciate being a part of your day, and we are talking tires today. We're talking tires, we're talking technology, and now we're going to turn the focus to the back end of tires, which, of course, is their sustainability. Joining me again is Chris Neidert. He is the Marketing, Training, and Development Manager at Trelleborg. And Chris, fill us in on sustainability. It's a hot topic. Trelleborg, no stranger to it. Where are some places that uh, you folks have found ways to be more sustainable? Well, Mike, you know, we are a tire company, but, you know, with that comes the manufacturing of tires. And and I got to tell you, you know, I, I have five grandkids, uh, the youngest 10 years old. So uh, taking care of Mother Earth, I mean, that's a big deal. Uh, you know, we want it to be around along. Trelleborg does its part globally as far as sustainability. Uh, we, Mike, we actually have a vice president 
of sustainability within the company. So uh, we're not, we're walking the talk here. Right. It's you in know, the culture. Oh, uh, and and let me tell you, I I get to look at the global uh, communications that come out, and we have some interesting things. And let me just share a couple Please. things with you as an example. You know, us being a global company, we have some huge what we call data centers. Well, one of them is using a hundred percent renewable energy on based on hydropower hmm. so it's it, it, we're doing it from there also we have what we call a sustainability day now we started one back in april 2022 so since then we've planted almost 21,000 trees wow. to help again with the environment and, and it's just really unbelievable uh the things we do because let's face it tires you know uh, we try to reduce the harsh chemicals that go into tires uh, because let's uh, and i'm sorry i'm going to repeat myself let's face it uh, sometimes the tires they're going to end up in the landfill sure that's just the nature of the beast and anything you can re do to reduce the impact on the environment is a huge thing our plants, Mike, we have, uh, I'll just talk tire, we have about 16 plants worldwide. And our plant in Spartanburg, South Carolina, it is the lowest emission plant of any kind of ag plant. Our carbon, uh, we're reducing the carbon dioxide emissions right there. So we're using less power, less steam, less electricity. To still get the job done so uh, there's a lot of as you said yes. the back end of the tire thing there's a huge amount of things that come into play and again there's only one mother earth uh, uh we're not making another one so we really got to take care of it and trelleborg steps up to the plate mike which is great from my standpoint uh, i'm not a young man but i plan on being around here a while longer it's nice to see that we're doing things to help with the environment. Yeah, you still want to have clean air and clean water while you're here. Chris, and we think about sustainability, and, and you know, one way to be more sustainable is to be more efficient. You're using your resources a little bit better, and I want to bring it to a topic I've heard you talk about a million times, which is air pressure leads to efficiency. I mean, we can be more sustainable on our operation with properly inflated tires. I know that's an issue you're passionate about. Mike, uh, uh, being in the tire business, air pressure is a huge thing, and it's such a simple thing and it's one of the most neglected and i know our listeners right now i'm gonna say and i'm not gonna see it but when i do training what i do one of the first things i talk about when we talk about air pressure i ask in the in the room okay who has checked the air pressure in their passenger car tires and i'm telling you nearly no one raises no. their hand it's the same thing with equipment and mike thank you for bringing that up because air pressure it's a huge effect on your costs because what we notice most of the time, uh, air pressure, uh, they, uh, the, the growers run too much. So what that does, that reduces their ability for the traction that comes out of the tire. It increases the compaction mm. and it increases or it makes the tire wear faster. So I'm going to come back to reducing cost. You know, tires are a large part of the growers costs. And we continually try to advise the growers air pressure. Again, thank you for that. It's just a simple thing. Our experts can help with that. And Mike, believe it or not, we get into some good air pressure conversations. And this is another, Greg said it earlier, this is a really good clientele that come to the Commodity Classic. They're, they're very knowledgeable. We talked about it earlier in the show. The, the growers are getting very smart. And again, air pressure is a huge effect 
on your bottom line cost. It is. It is. And Chris, for you know, there's a there's a bunch of great growers who couldn't make it to Orlando. They're they're working. But they can still get the benefit of your training. You've posted some of your videos on YouTube, as I understand. How can folks find those and, and make sure their tire technology is being treated right? Well, I'll tell you what the simple thing is. Just Google Trelleborg tires, and then they can go from there. Uh, and thank you for saying that, Mike. I'm As part of my title is training, and I'm a huge uh, proponent of doing some short videos. And we actually uh, have a couple talking about uh, one of them's air pressure. Mm. So they could see that, and we do these air pressure seminars uh, at different, we actually work through authorized dealers, but then the dealer conducts some, we call them farmer nights or farmers meetings, and uh, we cover various topics, but air pressure, again, it's a, it's a simple thing, but it can go so much towards reducing your costs or improving your efficiency which reduces costs. Absolutely. Chris, maybe growers couldn't get down here to Orlando, but you guys are at a lot of different shows. Trelleborg will be at Farm Progress later on this year. If folks want to get hands-on with the tires, is that right? Oh, yeah. Now, not to slight the other shows, of but I call not. Farm Progress the Super Bowl <laughs> of the farm shows. Uh, you know, it's the largest outdoor farm show, I believe, in North America. We've been there for many years. Uh, again, I've had the pleasure to be there it's a great venue there, but we will be there, Mike. I think it's usually late August. Now, this year, we're flipping back to Decatur, Illinois, so it alternates between Boone, Iowa, and Decatur, so we'll be in Decatur. That's so, again, exactly looking right. forward to that, Mike. You bet. If folks can't make it to either of those, because they are working on the farm, Chris, Trelleborg, as you mentioned, all over the Internet, folks can get information. Can we be connected to a Trelleborg dealer on the website, you know? Right. And our, our website, uh, in fact, uh, again, you can just Google Trailboard Tires. We have a dealer locator right on the website. So if you're unsure if your dealer uh, sells Trelleborg or Mitas tires, so we got both brands there, you can go to our North American website. It's, it's a dealer locator link right on the first page, and it'll get... Agriculture of America is brought to you by Senex Premium Diesel, fueled by innovation, powered to perform. I think farming picked me. I didn't pick farming. I'm not afraid to try something new. It's my farm, my family, and our future. My channel Seedsman gets that. I get access to innovative products with personalized advice backed by data to maximize my yield potential. With channel, I know I'll prosper for years to come. Define your future at channel.com slash future. Read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. Copyright 2022 Bayer Group. All rights reserved. Join us every Tuesday for Around the Table, brought to you by CHS, as we discuss how cooperatives support farmers and ranchers and build strong communities. Each week, we'll chat with voices from across the cooperative system. From global market access to local expertise, we'll explore how co-op ownership means you own a world of opportunities. Tune in on Tuesdays or visit cooperativeownership.com to learn more. Nothing offers an opportunity to bond and give thanks quite like breaking bread together. This is especially true as we welcome our troops back home and keep those who are still stationed overseas in our hearts. Hi, I'm Gary Sinise. Since 2011, the Gary Sinise Foundation's Serving Heroes program has shown gratitude to our nation's defenders and their families by serving up nearly 500,000 hearty classic American meals at travel hubs and military locations. 
And now, together with our friends at Bob Evans Farms and their Our Farm Salutes program, we will help to provide even more meals nationwide, offering our defenders a taste of home and the feeling of togetherness around the table. Help us show America's gratitude through food and fellowship. Look for the Bob Evans Our Farm Salutes purple packaging at your grocery store and visit ourfarmsalutes.com to learn more. While we can never do enough to support the men and women who serve together, we can make a difference, bite by bite.